I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, hello, 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 hello. Welcome to episode 212 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, joined today by Megan Peters, and while Christian Hoffer is off at Disneyland World, Disney World, one of the two, he's somewhere vacationing. Look, we can give him some slack, you know. Don't go, don't stalk him. I just realized I just like semi doxed Christian. Any of you are at Disney World. Actually, if you like, here, okay, here's the thing. Christian though is one of those folks who, um, I had this experience uh, a while ago. I got a couple of years ago now where I was at San Diego Comic-Con and I had been before comic book. uh, I had been, I was doing a podcast called um, let's talk comics, which was basically a, uh, I was interviewing comic creators and things like that, doing interviews and, and whatnot. And so, and so uh, it was okay. Like, it was like, you know, I had a little bit of an audience and things like that, but I didn't, you know, I was doing it for myself and whatever. So I'm at San Diego comic-con. I'm talking to a, a buddy of mine and all of a sudden someone comes up to me and says, Hey, uh, are you Jim Viscardi? And I was like, uh, yes and all of a sudden i'm staring at this person very quickly in my head trying to go through where i may know this person from and i'm going (laughs) everything is just clicking 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 i I don't know this person and they go hey i don't i don't mean this to sound weird and whenever someone says that buckle up buttercup yeah immediately concerned immediately i'm a huge fan of your podcast and i was walking by and i recognized your voice and i was like Oh, that's a thing that can happen. And so I'm sure like if you like or if you don't know what Christian looks like, if you're an audio listener of the show and you just walk, you happen to hear someone who sounds like him probably pronouncing Gibraltar wrong. Um, I was about to say, <laughs> see, I was about to say, I know we give him a hard time. You know, he does have a legitimate reason with his hard of hearing, mm-hmm. um, you know, but like just listen for his voice. If he if you hear somebody mispronounce Gibraltar, just give a second look. Right. That's no, it. Yep, it, maybe, it, it's, maybe, it's maybe it's Christian. But hey, you know well, what? He's at Disney. He's with his family. He deserves a little right. bit of time off. So you know what? We're here. That's we are here right. to navigate this episode this week. Correct. Uh, so if you're new to the show, uh, that's tangent number one for you. That Buckle up. There's uh, probably going to be a few of those <laughs> as oh, yeah. we go on. But this is a show about Pokemon. We talk all about Pokemon stuff. Pokemon the video game, Pokemon the anime, Pokemon the uh trading card game pokemon bed sheets pokemon waffle irons if it's got pokemon on it we're talking about it mm-hmm. 
First part of the show is a little bit of news. Second part of the show is a bit of a deep dive. And at the very end, Christian usually gives us a Pokemon fact of the week. But this week, uh, I get to do it. Um, and so we'll we'll see how that goes. We have a pretty good... Uh, if, uh, I'm excited to do the second half of the show where uh, if you're a longtime listener, you a couple weeks ago, we talked about um, this... Russian Pokedex and Nidorino being a freedom finder. Uh, well, the, that channel uh, posted a whole bunch more, got the whole thing, translated it, etc. And so we are going to go deep into Russian Pokedex entries for uh, for the original 151. We're going to jump around a little bit because I want you guys to go watch the video in its entirety. Uh, we will post the video on comicbook.com. We'll, we'll share the tweet out uh, for you guys to go check it out. But mm -hmm. should be a wild ride because... It is well. Can confirm. I did spend the. I think it's like two hours and six minutes. I yep. did spend that time watching the whole video. And like, if y'all, if I had like a live reaction camera, just like on my eyeballs as I kept widening at yep. what was being discussed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This past weekend was a, a Pokemon Go event uh, to get shiny Axu. Axu? Axu? Oh, here we go. I have no idea. That how sounds you, right to how me. How do you though. say that one? Axu? I, I mean, it sounds right to me, habit. but again, I've been wrong. Someone in the someone in the chat, please. Everyone is everyone is bringing up uh, how we say this. We could Axu. Axu? Axu? There we go. That's what that's what Calder says. So it looks like uh, maybe that's it. All right, we uh, got affirmation. All right. That we so anyway, so my kid had a birthday party this weekend, and one of the uh, one of the, the one of her friends is a and her dad are big time Pokemon Go players, and and I believe they listen to the show. So you're getting your you get get your shout out only because I love because I love this. <laughs> so my daughter's friend comes in and she goes. Did you do the community day? I was like, I've been practicing. I've been setting up for this birthday party all day. No, I totally forgot. And uh, and I, it, if they sounded like words that would have come out of Calder's mouth, I caught ten shinies, and immediately I was like, well, now I feel like a slacker. <laughs> but I love it. It's it's just it's so it's so great because my uh, like Pokemon is really starting to. Like my, you know, my kid really likes it. Her friends really like it. Uh, you know, the, her friend's parents like it. And so it gives us a whole bunch of stuff uh, to talk about. Like we were talking about a lot of the new art that came out from the 151 set, which more and more, the more and more I see from this 151 set, I'm excited for this set. It looks oh, yeah. really friggin' good. The Nido King one, uh, Scholar pointed out, is so great. Uh, and like it was one of those things where I guess I didn't expect them to do a whole bunch of illustration like rares for this set. But like now mm -hmm. that it's become so prevalent in the, the card game, uh, I'm excited. The Blastoise one looks great. A lot of them look, look really, really great. This, I think, like I'm I wonder what the print run is going to be uh, on like, this Like for set. me, I, I can't like I, I cannot. If it's not a decent print run, these cards are going to go for so much money. I don't even want to like think about it, honestly. Uh, I feel like, though, because Pokemon Company knows it needs to share just like a little bit of goodwill, I feel like they're going to have a good print run on these. There's going to yeah. be a couple, obviously, that everyone's going to be after. But, you know, yeah, I just I mean, got to like, feel like it. 
there the the polka de- uh, the the polka the Psyduck one is great. I mentioned it last week. The Poliwhirl one, where he's just like standing in the rain and his reflections looking up at him, uh, is, is so cute. Is great. Uh, the the like Tangela gets a great card. Like who would have? You know, there's one just like swinging. You know, with another one looking I at know. it. Like, what's, like, like you who? think about Tangela and you're like, oh, that's probably not going to be a great Pokemon card. And then you right. see the art for it and you're like, oh, wait, I'm actually wrong. Yeah. Uh, caller, caller says, didn't they come out and say it's boxes, it's boxes, exclusives, no booster boxes and loose packs. Right. So, but I don't, but I don't know as if, I mean, like there's still going to be a, a, I have to go out and like buy a whole bunch of stuff to see if you can get all of it. I don't think it's like just you buy the set and it comes with all the cards. I could if be If that is so, the case, I will be a very happy person. <laughs> I mean, I would love that to be the case. For once in my I, life, I just buy one box and then I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be such a change of pace. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely, uh, uh, that, that, I mean, that's definitely going to be one to, to look out for. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Oh, um, yeah. It'll be, it'll be good to watch the secondhand market pricing on that. Yeah. It's going to be, <laughs> upsetting which which brings me to a point i wanted to mention this in the rundown for the day but uh huh. i literally just spent like an hour writing it up for the website so you can go to comicbook.com slash anime and read that <laughs> but there has been like a legitimate crime spree going on in japan all based oh, around man. pokemon cards like i was uh, the earlier today the wall street journal was covering it and i was like oh the wall street journal is covering pokemon you know that's not too unusual these days then i started reading what was going on. And then I started doing some digging on my own in the last like six to eight months, more than half a million dollars USD <laughs> worth of Pokemon cards oh have God. been stolen from card shops all across Japan, obviously mostly located in like the Tokyo region and suburbs, but there's been some in Kyushu, which is an Island. That's kind of, you know, nowhere near where you would be going to Tokyo. There's been several in Okinawa. I mean, there have been, I mean, Kyoto, there have been places all over Japan that have been just getting, smash and grab Pokemon cards robbed like crazy. They just arrested one suspect when they got to his house in Tokyo, they found like 900 cards and he's now being investigated for other robberies that they could never find a suspect for. And this was just like a 20 something year old businessman, like super inconspicuous. And it turns out one of the card shop owners did an interview and that I read and did some translations with. It turns out his store uh, in Akihabara, which is a district in Tokyo, it's in, you know, when you're in Japan, you go to these card shops. You know, they're usually sure. not one-story buildings like you might see here in the United States. These right. card shops and hobby shops are located in giant towers, like, right. you know, 20 feet, 15, like, floors, 20 floors. I mean, they're they're tall. They're tall. This thief in the middle of the night somehow got into the emergency stairwell, climbed to the rooftop access door, got rope, propelled down the side of the building, facing the alleyway to the sixth floor, broke in the window, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible style, took all the cards. Oh, no. And then when they finally caught the man, the the suspect, the police interviewed him, and they were like, well, how did you... (laughs) 
how did you like plan doing this? Because they're trying to like figure out like, are there any connections? Is it a full on crime ring that's doing these thieves? You know, they're not seeing any connections, but like stores are getting hit up weekly at this point. And like many card shops are now either installing or they're sending their cards to like bank level security vaults. Oh my god, Crazy vaults because of this. This man was like, oh, well, we just practiced like rope climbing in high school and I thought I could do it. (laughs) This man had never done this before and decided to propel off a 20 floor like tower just to steal these Pokemon. I mean, not good for him, but also, wow. I mean, that's like some Tom Cruise level. That's dedication wild. to your action stunt you know not that yeah. tom cruise is stealing pokemon cards to anyone's knowledge yeah. but you know the, the <laughs> amount of dedication that he showed to doing that stunt i just wow i would doing that research i was like wow this is a legitimate problem in japan <laughs> like i knew obviously card thefts happened here you know with big right. box stores target walmart it's why these cards are harder to find you know just out and about they're usually behind cash registers but i, mean, I remember yeah. the great trading card game lockdown of like the the pandemic era oh where, absolutely oh. but like seeing this and like the the amount of like smash and grab like broad daylight like on crime sprees that are going on in Japan right yeah. now with Pokemon cards is ridiculous. And the fact that right. a good number of hobby stores across Tokyo will now ID you and won't sell you cards if you're over the age of 12. It's I that's, did not realize how intense this was becoming. That's a little. Uh, that's you know, obviously, because I don't live in Tokyo. Uh, right. But now I'm aware and now I'm terrified. <laughs> wow. So that's just some fun facts for everybody. Well, I don't know if they're fun facts, but a fact for everybody. Here so it's it's a it's a star wipe. The more you know. Yeah, this the more you know. Uh, <laughs> crime free happening in Japan right now. You know, you know, it's relatively it. non-violent crime, but you know, it's still crime of like a absolute crap ton of Pokemon cards are getting stolen over there. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're planning on going to Japan with any Pokemon cards in the next little bit, like maybe rethink that situation. Just leave them at home. <laughs> yeah, Do something. Leave them with a trusted friend. I don't even know. Just don't take them there. So, so keeping with the more, you know, uh, this, this next, this next bit of news I'm actually uh, kind of excited for because growing up, I was obsessed with these things. Uh, they, the, if if anyone has been playing Pokemon for a long time, you very you everyone knows the complete Pokemon Pocket Guide, which every once you know, which would get published every once in a while, which was basically a complete catalog, uh, more often than not, of Pokemon, some facts and, and things like that. Well, Viz has announced a new complete. Uh, Pokemon Pocket Guide for Spring 2024, which will cover all 898 Pokemon. I'm so excited. Which, How small I mean, is the text going to be? <laughs> <laughs> if they're going to keep it a pocket keyword pocket guide. Well, I think but these were I mean, the text going to be. Correct me if I'm wrong, but these were these are like kind of traditional like manga size. They are. Uh, they're they're about size. the size of a yeah. traditional like volume of manga. I mean, it's it's not like one of those like little tiny like novelty small books you can get. Um, right. It's 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 like a size that you could fit in your back pocket or easily yep. fit in like a small purse. Right. Um, but just the thickness of it is what I'm curious about. Well, I mean, yeah, because volume one goes from Bulbasaur to Garchomp. So it's number one to 445. Mm-hmm. 
they have a lot to do. I loved, I loved these things. And I think it's one of those things that these are, these are so, if you have a young Pokemon fan in your life, Mm -hmm. this is one of the best gifts to get them. Uh, Because I know from my own experience, gifting them to some younger cousins and things like that. And even, you know, with my daughter and whatever, they pour over this stuff to just learn Mm -hmm about Pokemon and, and, and pick out new favorites and, and things like that. And so, uh, so I love that we're, we're getting a new one, but it looks like, and Calder's right. So it, it'll, it runs up to Galar, uh, mm-hmm. and doesn't look like it, uh, will include Paldea. It may include some Hisuian variants, but I don't, there's none on the cover. So I'm probably going to say no, mm-hmm. uh, cause the Galarian birds are on there for sure. So, um, so we definitely know it goes, it goes up to that. So anyway, uh, I've got a few more news things to go through for those still playing Pokemon Cafe Remix tomorrow, June 13th, Porygon 2 coming to the game. Welcome Interesting. Via, via special special delivery. Uh, so you can definitely get that uh, in the Pokemon Unite world. Some new uh, avatar items and Holloware are being added, uh, including the most dapper Mr. Mime uh, hollow wear I've seen and a very, very cool like night style size So definitely mm-hmm. uh, check that out. They have such was- good clothing. Oh, it's night. one of one of the best. Like I, sure. I would just really like them to create like some plushes or something where they're, where mm. they're wearing these outfits. Uh, mm. I say that as somebody who has uh, a really difficult time preventing myself from doing impulse purchases. So if they want some more of my money, just saying. Oh, hold on, Megan. I think. Are I there have... plushes? No, no, they're not. But oh, Richard, I was Richard, about I to you, be very we need, we need Richard to check the slack because I think we may have some breaking news, Megan. Oh. It's it's a little bit of delayed breaking news, but breaking news for the sake of the oh, show. Richard, oh. go ahead go ahead and toss it up as yeah, soon throw as, that bad boy on as you've got screen. it. And when I see it, I will uh, uh, I'll start I'll start talking about it. But there it is. Oh, there it is. There it is. The first look at the dark terror type Charizard EX card has been shown. Man, he just looks like a disco ball. But like a I cool mean, disco ball. I mean, look at it. Here's the thing. I think I'm over. I think I'm over the terrestrialization. Now, see, here's the thing. I never even got into it in the first place, (laughs) so I don't even have to get over it. Though I will just say the Pokemon anime with the you know the new leaves, they finally did bring the terrestrialization to the anime. That whole you know animation sequence. I was really, I was really hoping that seeing it with different animation would make me not hate it. And in fact, I dislike it more now. <laughs> but I have to say, like, I just wish this I, this card would be so cool if he wasn't shining like Edward Cullen. Well, I, I mean, look, here's the thing. This card looks like a lot of other Charizard cards. I mean, it does. I mean, like the whole kind of like breaking that like barrier. Right. He's like, like coming at you. That 3D and... effect. It's yeah. really it's just. I think what I have a problem here is there's so I... many of those, you know, like big glitter points to show that obviously he's glittering right. because he's made of crystal and it's yep. just really reminding me of like 
all the screen flares in J.J. Abrams films oh. <laughs> where it's just like blinding me See, for a little bit. These are, they, they, they remind me of like the little glass figurines that my grandmother has. Like, Oh, that is it. Thing, right. That That's is what they exactly, look like. Exactly. That is probably why I hate this so much. Oh my God, Jim, you've just like unlocked a core memory from my past. They look like those little weird yep. crystal figures that like, if I even looked at wrong, my grandmother uh-huh. would yell at me. Right. That's exactly, That's exactly what look. these are. Missing out, they're missing out on a Swarovski uh, collab right here. Like I know, oh, there's no way that they're not trying to like figure something out behind (laughs) the scenes because they've collaborated with Swarovski before on like a Pikachu crystal. So I mean, this is literally, oh man, this is exactly we have unlocked the trauma that I have been carrying all of these years. (laughs) This is why I don't like it. They remind me of those stupid figures. (laughs) Oh. I All right. Feel better well, knowing that now. But. I'm going to only get through a few more because I think I went through the news items that were in our rundown. Did I? Did I forget anything else? Uh, showcases are coming to Pokemon Go. Uh, okay, sure. Cool. <laughs> um, uh, other things to, to note uh, Pokemon Trading Card Game Live has officially left beta and has launched globally. So if you uh, have been waiting or haven't been able to figure out a way to get in it. It is in your app store. Go find it. Go update it. Go. If you've been holding on to uh, a stack of code cards like I have, mm. now's the time to to redeem them. Uh, and they will include Peldea Evolved. So if you did get the Peldea Evolved uh, set, it is already ready to lock and load to, to, get, go- to get going there uh, and go get it. Uh, there was also... A uh, new Scarlet and Violet distribution that happened to get two uh, two TMs, TM28 and TM86, uh, Bulldoze and Rock Slide. The code is play double P-L-A-Y-D-O-U-B-L-E. Now, the O may be a zero. I'm not sure. Uh, so you may Try just it both ways. check that. Try it Does both ways. Does it work the first way? But it runs, till the, it runs till the end of June. You have till June 30th to get those. So if you want to get those, uh, go go off and get it. Also, poke. Oh, yeah, that's it. Scholar says it's always a zero. So there you go. Play double where the O is a zero. P L A Y D zero U B L E. Going back to Pokemon Unite for a second, I forgot to mention this. Uh, Leafeon has been added to the game, which brought a whole bunch of excitement to my daughter, who uh, Leafeon and uh, Espeon are her favorites. So there you go. Ah. They, I see your child has good taste by going with Eeveelutions. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. The gospel is being spread about Evie, and I appreciate Correct. it. Yeah, no, she she loves herself uh, some some Evie. So so yeah, so I think that just about covers a bunch of the the news for the week. The other thing I wanted to do that I forgot to do at the top of the show was read podcast reviews because we got a few. And oh, there is uh, one piece of news that Calder mentioned. Uh, ooh, ooh, Shiny ooh. Arcanine is now oh, right. set for distribution uh, in Scarlet and Violet uh, to align with the North American International Championships from June 30th through July 3rd. Uh, so you can get more details on that as we move a little closer. So it's not right now. You haven't missed it. Don't worry, <laughs> uh, but it is, uh, it's coming, Shiny Arcanine, which, you know, we love a good Arcanine. We love so. good Arcanine. Although, I mean, I love Arcanine, but Arcanine has a pretty oh. not so great Shiny. Oh, well, I mean, I argue that there's 
all shinies are bad except for a few. <laughs> so I expect that from Arcanine. Not everybody can be Rayquaza, is what I'm saying. I mean, true. I just, I think I would have liked to just like see the colors reversed. Like, give me like mm. black fur with orange stripes, Arcanine. Well, that would be that would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Scholar in the chat yeah. though says he's a beautiful golden pupper, and no, you know what? Here's the th th here's that. here's the thing about shiny Arcanine. Shiny Arcanine looks like uh, uh, someone who just got Photoshop for the first time and is just was just like playing with the color levels and just like <laughs> put it more put put it too much to to the yellow and like it's got a weird kind of greenish tint to it because they, they don't put know like what the exposure doing. on black. Right, that's what Arca that's what shiny Arcanine looks like. Mm -hmm. You know what? That's okay. It's it's got to stand out somehow, so we'll give it that. Uh, scholar, uh, scholar, now is trying to to say that it's oh, it's because he's shiny, so he's golden. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Okay, we got some reviews. If you want to support the show, one of the best ways to support the show is to leave us a review on iTunes. If you give us a five star review, read it on the air, then you can email at uh, email pokemonpodcb at gmail .com and we will send you a sticker. And it, and it comes like this is like this is a little secret about that I'm gonna like now say but i'm only going to say it on this one episode so if you listen to this episode you get it otherwise i'm never going to say it again it also comes with a letter a nice letter nice. usually signed by me sometimes signed by megan if she's in the office on the day i signed that i sent we just out. forge christians so you're blatant. <laughs> blatant. <laughs> I mean, i'm gonna be terrible i don't even i don't even try to do that it's either just me or you or that's it because then, then I feel like Christian would be like, what do, I, what do you mean you're signing it for me? I don't even know. What, Christian probably has too hard of a signature before like at all. You just need him to like point. get one of those like customized like, you know, like stamp, stamp signature things, stamp you know, signature. that like notaries have. We just yeah, need him to sense. get one of those. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. Uh, all right. We got two this week. First one's from Lord XRZ. Great pod. Helps me get through my deliveries. Uh, thanks for all the fun perspectives and news. Great for my long drives as a delivery driver. Poke fans for life. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this next one's from Harrison Rogers. This is the best podcast I've ever listened to. And I listen to it on the ride to school in the morning. And I listen to whenever. Y'all are really funny. And I love how Megan stole that Pikachu. <laughs> Yes, I'm so sorry, but it has been excellent. The thing that's like really frustrating is I feel like I'm being cursed for it, you know? Because now like you I can't got that Dingo. Pikachu, but at what cost? Because I didn't get Snorlax. The Pokemon Center messed me up on that. Still haven't found Gengar. I I don't think Togepi even exists. So I, still I, ha I have not people. seen a Togepi in the wild. I have seen I haven't either. Uh, not even in the wild. I just mean like I haven't seen people like post pictures with it. I've seen a lot Anytime, of people post pictures with Snorlax, nothing yeah. with Togepi. Anytime I'm at a GameStop, anytime I'm at a Best Buy, which isn't often, you know, granted, but or like at a Target, which I'm at right. like a little bit more often, <laughs> I go check. Nothing. Nada. Not a single thing. So if anybody has an extra Gengar or like literally anything, please just let me know. I will pay yeah. you for it. I just can't find them. Yeah. And I refuse to get them off eBay and propagate that secondhand That's market right. because they those prices are so inflated. Yeah. Oh, so frustrating. Nuts. Well, thank you, Harrison. Thank you, Lord XRZ, for the reviews. Uh, when we get back, we're going to go through uh, Do You Know Gaming's video on crazy Russian Pokedex entries. All that and more when we're back in 60 seconds. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. 
Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, I've got two I've got two quick updates, really quick. Only because I forgot to mention because it was really freaking cool. So that Charizard that we showed earlier, we mentioned earlier, comes from the new the next Japanese trading card game set, which has a really cool name. Ruler of the Black Flame. That is like cool. <laughs> that is like some D and D magic gathering level. Baldur's Gate. Na- that like right like that is that's pretty sweet. Like you of can't, the, of yeah. the names for sets, like this is one I I hope we get because that's right. a great name. Yes. The other uh, the other bit of news that I, I forgot to mention that is legitimately actual breaking news is Pokemon Company is actually. Uh, releasing or they they've announced the release dates for uh, the trading card game documentary that they kind of teased and announced a, a little bit ago. It's called Pokemon Trading Card Game. How do you play? Uh, it's supposed to be a a three part documentary that follows uh, a teacher, a longtime Pokemon fan, and the family that you know kind of got together with the trading card game. And the first episode drops. June thirteenth. So for those listening on day one, oh, it's wow. obviously not today; it's tomorrow. But June thirteenth, Tuesday, June thirteenth. Well, and then uh, and then I think they're dropping the parts one day at a time. So you'll get it. But you'll get part one the thirteenth, part two the fourteenth, and then part three on the fifteenth at uh, the trading card game site. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I the the Pokemon company is does one of the best. Uh. The, the their the production value on the on the videos and stuff that they do are like top notch. Uh, of the companies that do it very well, I always have like WWE on top because they're like those those video editors or whatever are just there's no one better than them. But Pokemon Company comes in at a at a very close second in my opinion. Like any anything that they've done that's been like a live action, even even like the cartoony stuff and the stuff they do for games, oh like to me have always been great. But yes, it will be on YouTube. So make sure to check it out. That is going to be a good one. Speaking of YouTube, Richard, go ahead, let's pull it up. I'm gonna preface this a little bit where look, this video is like Megan said, over two hours long. So yes. do you know gaming? They do a bunch. Of, they do a ton of great videos like this. So definitely oh, go yeah. support them. Go subscribe. We're only going to do a, a few chunks kind of here and there. I'm going to keep an eye on time while we kind of talk through some of them. Uh, Richard is, uh, we'll start at the beginning. We'll start with some of the, the, the early ones. And then I'll have Richard just kind of jump around in the middle and let's see where, where we land. So uh, Richard, why don't you go ahead and start us? Uh, we'll listen to a little bit of it and we'll, and we'll go from there. Did you know? Blastoise's water cannons are used to crush protests in Southeast Asia. Rattata are heavily armed thieves, and Nidorina cut the throats of their trainer's rivals? Well, if you grew up in Russia, you probably did know, but everyone so, else so watching this video there. doesn't have to stop that, because that was a lot for us to take in right there, right? That's a lot in the opening seconds. Yeah, now, we here's are the thing. So, 30 seconds in. For those listening, 
you'd you'd re I, like I said, I really suggest you go watch the video because some of the illustrations are hilarious. Are <laughs> I don't know if they're hilarious. Maybe that's really dark of me to say, but they're wild. <laughs> some of them are graphic. <laughs> uh but yeah but and also actually semantics uh mentioned that we can uh we can do a stream in discord if we want to do a watch along at some point and that may actually be a, a pretty cool fun idea uh mm. for us to do so uh, if you're not part of the discord make sure you you, you search it out uh, i think here's the the problem with the discord is those invite links expire every once in a while and so i was i was going to put it in our show description that goes out on itunes and stuff like that i guess it's going to take me I'll just forget about it every time I have to do a refreshed one. So we'll just post a new link on Twitter at Pokemon Pod CB on Twitter uh, to go find it there. Um, and hopefully and then we'll figure out some other ways to uh, post that link for folks who, who want to get into it. So, okay. Anyway, Blastoise with that water cannon, uh, need arena slitting throats, uh, semantic said we can get permanent discord links. So I'll get, I'll, I'll get with him and we'll figure it out. Those 30 seconds just tell you how wild we're going to get. Oh yeah, um, we've barely scratched the surface. Barely scratched the surface. So, um, Richard, go ahead and keep going. Clue what we're talking about. These details and hundreds more bizarre descriptions were printed in a Russian Pokédex book published in 2001. We have the whole thing translated and it's pretty hilarious. So we're going to read all 151 entries and show all the art, but first, we need about two minutes or so to explain the historical context here. Early Pokemon games were officially localized into six different languages, but kids in other countries weren't immune to Pokemon fever. So they either had to import and play in languages they couldn't understand, or settle for poorly translated pirated cartridges. One of those kids was Nastya Zhatinsky, a little Russian girl who loved Pokemon but couldn't find out much about them. So her father took it upon himself to study the franchise as best he could with the resources available to him and write a Pokédex that children could that. read in their own language. What? What a dad. Like, honestly, what? dad of that, the year. That is like dad of the year status right That's there. That's like dad of the decade. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, what? I mean, that's dedication. I don't care what you think about the translations and the localizations that ended up coming from this, but just the fact that this dad like took enough interest in what his kid was doing to do this for them, like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, I love it. Like, this is this is just one of those things where, right, like you know, gives you the like hope in parenting. Where, look. A plus for any parent that takes that much of an interest or initiative in something that their kid very clearly, very clearly likes. So, you know, I think, mm -hmm. you know, everyone, everyone here, I know we have a ton of listeners who are parents uh, who love getting into this with their, with their kid. And I think that's great. Uh, so that basically sets up for the most part, what, what you need. And again, I want you guys to, to go, to go see this video in full. So Richard, let's just jump somewhere in the middle and see where we land. Yeah. Just surprise us. Oh, here we go. Oh, look at that. Love well, it. we will. <laughs> we, uh, why don't you go ahead and play it for a second? Let's see if, if it tells us what we. They wear iron bracelets on all four paws to look cool, even though it makes them 20 kilograms heavier. One time, a gang of Alakazam robbed a rich Persian by installing a huge electromagnet outside his cottage. When Persian walked out, flanked by six primates, the gang switched on the magnet, and all the bodyguards got stuck to it by their bracelets. The Alakazam tied that. up Persian with- Let's just pause that. When did those Pokemon just become Team Rocket? And why was that mission so successful? Okay, well, it so it continues. It continues on saying the Alakazam tied up Persian, <laughs> tied up Persian with ropes as it uh, meowed pathetically. 
The prime ape uh, were helpless to to watch while the cottage was ransacked for all of its valuables, and that all the prime ape got fired and replaced with machamps. Dang! <laughs> like, dang! Look, if Alakazam wasn't a problematic enough Pokemon, we have now it. we have this to contend with. <laughs> like, it's non-canon just... story, but it's still a story. It's just, it's so interesting because, so because Persian more, Persian to me, because it was Giovanni's like main, basically, I've always associated with like being like a mob Pokemon, mm-hmm. right? Like, right? Like, you know, for like Italian mobsters or, or you know, the, the mafia and whatever. But thinking of this, like Alakazam probably is a capo in some of these, in some of these families, because that is a straight up, that, that's a mob move for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> because, for sure. <laughs> because it, I mean, that's, that's something else. Uh, Richard, let's skip ahead to, uh, let's skip, skip ahead somewhere else. Oh, As you're patient with Lord. them. You should never hit one on the head. They don't like that. And an hour later, they might cry. And a slowpoke colonel bawling his eyes out is a pitiful sight. Number 80, Slowbro. Slowbro have strange bodies with metal tails covered in spikes. Even Golem are afraid of their tails. Slowbro work in several countries' intelligence services, catching spies, decrypting codes, and monitoring phone calls. They do it very slowly, but speed doesn't matter. Only results. They speak many languages, but all very slowly and with weird accents. At first, it's kind of annoying, but eventually people get used to it. Slowbro love hunting, fishing, and bathing in saunas. When they retire, they move to countryside cottages and take up flower gardening, and some of them write books on how to hunt spies. (laughs) In short, these Pokemon are very useful, so don't kill them. Oh my Number god. Number one. Let's pause there. Hey, that Let's... was such a long Pokemon <laughs> entry. It kept going. That was like a short, like, mini biography. Oh my uh, gosh. It. First of all, it's called a KGB poke for oh sure. Oh my gosh. Can I... you imagine just like going into a, like just a room? Where there's a bunch of slowbros in a room just in front of computers, just NSA style, like tracking and hacking. I I don't need, I don't even know how you get that just by looking at it. I want to know like the source materials of how this translation and localization came to be. Like, I mean, we know the source materials. They were guides that were released then, but right. like, how, how much literary agency was this given? <laughs> this is, I mean, some people want Q from 007 to like be their man in the chair. And then right. some people want Slowbro. <laughs> like, apparently that's the situation. <laughs> But, but even like the tail being like made of iron and like golems being like 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 when it when it when it the phrasing like ended there before it went into whatever the mm-hmm. heck it went into I was like oh okay that's well, actually that makes fine. sense none of that's weird and then it said <laughs> slow bros are often associated with intelligence agencies and I went uh, uh, why, wait what <laughs> say that one okay. more time 
Okay, so we're, let, we'll do one more, and then we'll get to the actual Pokemon fact of the week, which you know, in and of itself, is uh, pretty, pretty is, interesting. Is just as weird and interesting. All right, Richard, go ahead and, and jump forward. Let's do one more. Ancient castles, and one time they awarded a bathhouse, but this is about that Staryu. was an exceptional occurrence. Staryu hang on and are proud of themselves and the award winners. Unfortunately, they don't stick on for very long. Staryu's suction cups dry out and eventually fall off. Number 121, Starmie. Dried up Staryu becomes Starmie. They're not as big, but they're a better design, and people can wear them thanks to their smaller size. So Starmie award themselves to millionaires who wear them on holidays and display them under the back windows of their Mercedes. Policemen salute when they see a Starmie. Sometimes Starmie awards can be a problem though, like when they're hanging on the neck of an old general. Of course the general's pleased, but Starmie weigh half a pound. After standing for a while, he'll fall down and the Starmie flies off. It's an embarrassing situation for everyone involved. Therefore, generals don't like being awarded with a Starmie and rather just get some cash. Starmie have good senses of humor. Number 122. Okay, let's Oh, wait, no, we got Mr. Mime. <laughs> okay, fine, let's do Mr. Mime. Mime. Stop on After Mr. graduating Mime. from Marcel Marceau's famous Mime School in Paris, Mr. Mime performed in circuses all around the world. But there aren't enough circus jobs for all of them, so many have no choice but turning into pickpockets. <laughs> a lot of them hang out on the streets of Hong Kong. Mr. Mime can pick your pockets so smoothly you won't even realize till a month later. The most skilled ones can even steal money sewn into people's shorts, undershirts, bras, and other underwear. No one knows how that's even possible. Some people think Mr. Mime do it by hypnotizing the victim. Curiously though, their tricks don't work on Pokemon. Mr. Mime get beat up a lot by Squirtle and Psyduck, who take their money and spend it at pubs. A little bonus trivia here, this Pokédex says Mr. Mime trained at Marcel Marceau's Mime School. Marceau was a famous real-life mime who took off the makeup to join the French resistance to fight Nazis in World War II. Then, after the war, he opened his own mime school. There are a couple Mr. Mimes nicknamed Marcel in Red and Blue and Sword and Shield as clear homages to the legendary French mime. Number 123. Wow. All right, Richard, go ahead. That we can close out of this. We can get back to the two up, but good. wild. Okay, so first of all, so Star so Staryu and Starmie are apparently awards. Uh but in the in Russia, uh, Starmie is much smaller than Staryu, which not the case. But yeah. also Not true. I just I love that this dad obviously seeing the design of Starmie and uh, and Staryu just thought, "Oh yeah, those look like uh those look like war medals." And so people generals wear them around their necks. But they don't like to for too long cuz they're too heavy and then they fall over. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then we can't even unpack the Mr. Mime stuff. The honestly. Mr. Mime really I think that one just says it all. Uh how does how do you get pickpocketed and not realize days later? Like if, I, if I'm missing my wallet, I mean, I'm, like, I'm noticing a minute. Oh, I was God. pickpocketed in Dublin on St. Patrick's weekend, and I did not notice until that Monday. <laughs> so okay. I can't then say it's possible. I am living proof. But I love, I love that that of all Pokemon, Squirtle and Psyduck are the 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 bullies, apparently, or or I guess not bullies, but also the you know. I'd say bullies. Bullies is fair, but they stole <laughs> they stole essentially Mr. Mime's lunch money and took it to a pub. But Mr. Mime or but stole that from someone else. Right. So I would consider Mr. Mime a thief, and I'd consider Psyduck <laughs> and Squirtle 
bullies who are also thieves, but you know, sure. they're they're being mean spirited. It just seems like Mr. Mime's just trying to survive these cold streets. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, uh, let's go to Act the actual Pokemon fact of the week from the this is the official from from the games this week uh, we are at uh, Corfish and Crawdont uh, not yeah they're not a terrible amount on this one outside of the fact that Corfish is apparently an invasive species similar to how Red Swamp Crawfish have invaded Japan so you know we talk about all the time some of the the real life kind of ramifications for. Uh, for these things. And I, I think for me, it wasn't until actually very recently that I didn't realize that uh, uh, Corfish was supposed to be made like representative of crawfish. And I feel pretty dumb not uh, not realizing that. Uh, but other than that, like it really it it, it there's nothing. Like everything about this is pretty much like you would expect from like a crawfish. No matter how dirty the water in the river, it will adapt and thrive. It has a strong will to survive, which I mean, I don't know why it needs a strong will, but sure, go ahead. Like crawfish is literally the definition of I will thrive under any condition, like under any circumstances. It's that TikTok meme. It will just survive. It's like it's, almost it, like a cockroach. <laughs> it's so interesting though, because like Corfish has those like dead in the eyes kind of look like for it, right? Like very mm -hmm. much like there are not much, there's not much up there. But then when you get to Crawdont, like that thing looks like it, it'll eat you. And I and at three foot seven inches, if I saw some of those, I'm I'm turning the other way. I'm I'm running away. I just always say it because, like, I mean, corefish, I've always wondered, like, obviously, they're meant to be crawfish. The thing that I know most about crawfish is crawfish boils <laughs> here in the South and just yeah, generally right. across the country. So do they have, like, corefish boils? Like, do they have <laughs> festivals dedicated I mean, to I'm collecting sure. corefish and just boiling them in giant pots with delicious seasoning spices right. and corn on the cob, potatoes, onions? Even the whole, like, I'm... I want to know. There's never been any like reference to like corfish boils, but I'm like, I don't know how common that would be in Japan, but it's right. definitely a thing here in the United States. So right. I, you, get them, the, like, you get them, you get them imported. And then, oh my gosh, Alu Mac in the comments said a Cajun uh, crawfish. So I want a Cajun <laughs> corfish variant. Like I need that so much. Uh, Crawdont, although like almost a good chunk of the pokedex entries talk about how extremely violent uh in nature it is uh it, that compels it to challenge other living things uh fire fire red and leaf greed says it's a rough customer diamond and pearl say uh, it's a ruffian wow that sounds shield a brutish pokemon it has scars from its back this 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 is basically like the water version of primate basically oh yeah <laughs> and all like goes, and you all complain about the russian pokedex like this oh, we don't complain about the russian pokedex <laughs> we are gobsmacked by the russian pokedex we uh, don't know how to react because it's so wild <laughs> uh, it's so anyway that's, that's corfish and crawdont yeah get one one really like, how 
Crawdont sounds like kind of a jerk. Maybe they should be doing corefish boils, especially. I mean, maybe it's because species. of maybe it's it's because of corefish's incredibly strong will to live. Like I feel like it it lives this incredibly rough life that by the time it evolves, it becomes this jaded brute. So it's basically, basically. just Wolverine. Like we're just yeah. looking at Logan here, <laughs> yeah, right? right? It's essentially what's happening. Cool. Love that. Oh, <laughs> love it. Well, that's gonna do it for us today, folks. We really do appreciate everyone coming by. Christian, we miss you. If you uh, end up making it this far, you probably won't, but we'll, we'll we'll quiz you next week to see if you did. Yeah, enjoy Disney. But, uh, but if you want to continue the conversation, uh, head on over to to, to Discord. Uh, we are going to post a new link that is a new permanent link on to Twitter uh, for those who want to to go find us there and. Uh, otherwise, like I said, you can follow us uh, on Twitter is at, at PokemonPodCB. You can find me at Jim Viscardi. Megan is at MeganPetersCB. Christian is at SeahofferCBus. Tell him you missed him. And until then, we'll catch you next time, folks. May the shiny luck be in your favor. And we'll see you next week. See ya.